Hey everybody, Ashley Page here. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's educational vlog. Our topic today is COVID-19 in the economy. Where are we six months in? We've had a lot of questions from viewers. As we all know, we've been inundated with the news on COVID-19 since March when all of this started. And uh, what happens is naturally, when you have a tendency to get bombarded with information on it every day, you really have to step out at points and kind of uh, look at it at a 35,000 foot level and sort of step back a little bit and go, where are we really now on COVID versus where we thought we would be? So let's start with the first and major point, and that's unemployment. Back in March, uh, the vast majority of economists in the United States thought with as much as was going on at COVID that we didn't know at the time, that the unemployment rate at the end of December this year would still be at about 11%. Well, if you look at it today nationally, it's 8.4%. So the first thing that we will tell you overall on the scheduling for unemployment, we're doing better. As a matter of fact, if you look at that 8.4% nationally, one half of the U.S. states are right at 25. They actually have unemployment rates that are less than 8.4%, but you still have a few areas of the country, mainly in the Northeast, primarily New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, that are still 10% plus, and you have a few states out West that are also 10% plus. So you've got some problematic areas, but the vast majority of states have an unemployment rate that is well less than 8.4%. Our own state of Alabama, where we're located, is like that. It's a good point, point and a half lower than that 8.4% average. So the first thing that we will tell you is, is that overall, the job growth coming back has been uneven, but we are ahead of schedule of where economists thought we would be. And how have we done that? What we've been able to do is get employment back in areas, not surprisingly, where we could deal with COVID better. Number one is healthcare. Uh, makes sense. It's a pandemic-driven um, event. So healthcare, employment, you pretty much had to keep it, but expand it. That's first. Secondly is biotech. Well, that certainly makes plenty of sense with all of the vaccine research that is going on with COVID. Number three is construction. You know, construction is something generally that you can do outside or in the framework of a building and generally keep a distance. So for the most part, construction has returned in the United States unwell. The other interesting one is manufacturing. Manufacturing, when you think about it, is that think about an assembly line. You already had a good bit of spacing on an assembly line anyway. So many manufacturers were already used to having zones of functionality where people work. So manufacturing was able to really get back to pre-pandemic employment if you include the job openings because they were already used to working with a strong protocol system where a lot of people were separated anyway. So those are the areas that basically we are back to where we were. Um, the problem that we still have, we get a lot of questions from viewers that say, you know, we seem to be doing a lot better at first and through the summer, we seem to be kind of more sloggy now. And the reason you feel like that, that's true. 
some of the areas that we just started in, they were easier to fix from a COVID point of view. Now where we are is like in football. We've kind of moved the ball down to the opponent's 20-yard line in their red zone, so to speak, and that's the hardest yardage to get. Well, the hardest yardage we still have left to get is in the 5% of gross domestic product that is in leisure, entertainment, and personal services. Those areas of the, uh, of, of the economy in terms of unemployment, you just can't make as much progress on that as fast. You've seen some limited reopenings, but we're not all the way back. So what we're still struggling with is the hardest yardage to go, and that is getting that 5% gross domestic product back that is in that broad category. Uh, the things basically, you know, you, you have to wear a mask to do and you can't get too close to people. So the, that combination of leisure entertainment, that 5% is the most problematic. The other two that we'll tell you that are still a little bit hard yardage to get, number one is people returning to offices. We still have 50% commercial real estate occupancy in the United States. Again, it's uneven across the United States, whether it's small town versus large city, northeast versus southeast. But if you look at it, when the pandemic first started, about 50% started work from home. That volume is still there. So at some point, commercial real estate development is going to be more difficult to do because you've got to have good occupancy to make that work. The other place that we're concerned about a little bit is now state and local governments. You know, a lot of state and local governments, their budgets ended in July to September, and they were already working on what was a 2019 budget. So when they hit COVID, they just furloughed a few people or they did not hire. Now that we've gone through a governmental year end, the main one we're about to hit is at the end of September. Now these, as they would say, these chickens are really coming home to roost on these government budgets and lack of sales revenue. So in addition to leisure, the other problematic area that we have is that we own state and local government. We've got most of the governments locally in the United States now with a shortfall. So that's going to impact employment too. So if you look at it one more time, we've done very, very well and we're ahead of schedule where we could be, but we're still struggling with the areas where COVID has the most impact. Uh, the payroll protection program really saved 60 to 70 percent of the undermanaged business employment or kept an employee in the United States. That was very effective. So the other thing, and looking back on the six months, uh, the congressional action, we will say, was not smooth all the time, but for the most part, it was very effective. Payroll protection, stimulus, and we designed all of that to deal with a pandemic that would have been much worse unemployment in the 40 to 50 million people. We never got remotely to that. We only hit about 25 million unemployed and then started to work its way back down. So we still have a good bit of stimulus in the system. For example, the Main Street program, the Federal Reserve aims at mid-sized employment, really hadn't come online yet. The PPP did well. The second phase of that is about 600 billion. Uh, the Fed, as we mentioned in our vlog this morning, the Fed met with the FDIC on Friday to remove a lot of those impediments. So we still have stimulus coming into the economy late in the year. So you would say that the Federal Reserve took a big center stage in COVID-19, did better with it 
than they did in 2008. That's first. And secondly, the congressional action, and here's our final point to you, we were more effective with congressional action with COVID-19 than we thought we would be if you look back to 2008, because we aimed at much more at direct employment. Um, so we would say overall, we're in better shape here going into the fall than the economists expected us to be back in March. So we hope this is helpful to you. If you want to ask any other questions about this data, uh, feel free to call us at the office, anyone on the portfolio team, or reach out to us in any way in social media. We always appreciate hearing from you, and we are particularly grateful we get so many comments that you forwarded this to others, and we want to sincerely thank you for that. Hope you have a great rest of the week.